This is a Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. In this week's podcast we have a jam-packed half hour for you. So much going on in this week's podcast including Jane Perone is back with another houseplant top tip we get your phone calls about mental health because it is children's mental health week this week also i tell you about my time at cd sunday at the weekend or an amazing event that was and my good friend george the teacher is back with some more top teacher tips and if that's not enough um is that enough that's quite a lot of the fit in half hour if that's not enough there's probably some other <clears throat> stuff too. <clears throat> Should we um Yeah, let's let's start the podcast. How are you doing, everyone? Welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club, the only club that you don't need a membership for. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. The sun right now is shining, everybody. I've just had an amazing weekend away in Brighton. Uh, I headed down to Brighton. I actually headed for two reasons. I had to go and see my cousin who lives down that way. But also, it really worked well because I also went to go and visit my good friend, Mr. Richard Suggett, and CD Sunday. Uh, CD Sunday is a seed swap. I think it's probably one of the first of the year, but it's probably the most famous uh, in Brighton. And hey, look, I'm not saying you've got to go around to Brighton for a seed swap. There's so many around the country. See if you've got a local one around you to head to. But it set me up beautifully for this season. I come away feeling so inspired, excited, and with some plants and seeds, uh, which was also Fantastic. The best thing for me, like I did buy some seeds, which I'll talk about later, and some plants, but the talks area for me was fantastic. One of the talks that I watched was about obviously seed saving and the different seeds that we can save and what you can't use and how to store them. I thought it was fascinating. Another one was like a gardener's question time. Why is it with gardener's question time that they always end up talking about slugs? Happens every time, right? And finally, uh, I met and listened to Charles Dowden, who uh, was talking about No Dig. Absolutely a fascinating talk, uh, which I actually I learned a lot from. I really enjoyed it. I just come away feeling just excited to get out in the garden. The sunshine today is just luring me out there. I can see it outside the studio window. It's saying, come this way, come this way. But, but in front of that window are some houseplants, which this is absolutely seamless which 
Jane Perone, for the past couple of weeks, has been teaching us how to get your children into houseplants. So this week, we've got our very final tip from Jane. Hi, I'm Jane Perone, host of Houseplant Podcast On The Ledge and author of forthcoming houseplant book, Legends of the Leaf, out this April. My tip for getting children into houseplants this week is all about light. It's a fantastic idea to get children owning their own houseplants. Maybe they can buy one with their pocket money so they really feel like it's theirs and placing it in their bedroom, taking care of it themselves. But don't stick it in the darkest corner of that bedroom. Most houseplants need good light. And remember that light indoors is at least 50% lower than it is outside. So get that houseplant close to a window, especially if it's a succulent or a plant that's got high light needs. If you can get children designing their own plant pots, plant labels, and maybe even keeping a plant diary of when they have tended their plants with things like watering and wiping the leaves listed on there, they'll really take ownership of that plant and hopefully make it thrive. But if everything goes wrong and their plant dies, remember, everybody kills houseplants along their learning journey, including me. So try to remind them of that if things do go wrong. Taking lots of cuttings of your houseplant is one way of ensuring that you've got some backup plants if their plant does die. Hello there, this is Advert Robot. And this week, Advert Robot wants to tell you about the How To Get Kids Garden and Book. While looking through my servers, I was trying to find the best children's garden and book, where I came across How To Get Kids Gardening with the Skinny Jean Gardener. I could not believe how amazing the book was. There was 30 plus ideas with recycled materials, upcycled materials, from making your own allotment to creating a mud kitchen. And I thought this has to be the best gardening book in the world. But I thought I'd better check. So I found that Matt Biggs of BBC Gardeners Radio 4444 Gardener Tristan Time said, When I first met Skinny Gardener, it was obvious he was full of fantastic fun field ideas and is the king of gardening for kids. How to get kids gardening is crammed with exciting things to do and inspiring introduction of plants, easy upcycling and caring for wildlife. They'll be learning at the same time too. If you want to get hold of your book for just £10, head to skinnyjeangardener.co.uk forward slash shop. That's skinnyjeangardener.co.uk forward slash shop. Each week, I tell you about what episode I'm filming for Extreme Gardening. And out right now at skinnyjeangardener.co.uk forward slash extreme there is a brand new episode titled i traveled 250 miles for this because 
I traveled 250 miles just to get strawberry plants as I headed to Brighton CD Sunday. See the link there? Because I'm headed there. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's right. I headed to CD Sunday to get strawberry plants, which my daughter absolutely loves. If you've seen my garden, you'll know that strawberries play a big part in it because my daughter Olive loves them. So I traveled 250 miles just to get some. So if you want to find out what happened, head to skinnyjeangardener.co.uk and see why I travelled 250 miles. Also, while you're there, right, go check out uh, how I wildflowered an area with fireworks, how I sowed pumpkins underwater, and also um, some other one. I can't think of them right now, but head to skinnyjeangarner.co.uk extreme for the brand new series of Extreme Gardening, where we go to... Wait for the drop. The extreme. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, it's Charles Dowden here. Just to say, uh, you know I told you yesterday that I do dig. Just to keep that under wraps, I, sh I shouldn't let everybody know about that. Well, hello there, Lee. It's Big Time Producer here. Making my song, I'm aware now. I'm over here in the USA. We'd love to have you over here for your some extreme gardening, my friend. Hello there, you were asking for reviews of your show. I just want to say that I am really enjoying the Jane Perone bits. George, uh, George the teacher, that's absolutely fantastic. I love hearing the phone calls. They are great. But you, my friend, you are... Hey Lee, it's me from the past. Just a reminder, do you just put on the podcast that piece of audio from Robert when he talked about mental health and stuff that he called in a few years ago. Add that clip on to the podcast. Right, I'll see me later. But, but is that... Um... When, when we were all taken away from everything and it's that time to sort of uh, yeah look around and find out what it was that we liked and didn't like and what was working and what wasn't whether we wanted to or not that was happening but also what are the things that we're going to go back to I found some notes from uh, something um, today actually and I was reading back on it and I thought oh yeah that, that wasn't a good thing that wasn't a good day or a good time because of these things and that situation isn't something I want to reproduce again and if i can make that different then let's do that um i can't remember someone a lot cleverer than me will know there's a famous quote about if you keep doing the same thing again and again getting the same result you know it's madness basically um if you think it's going to change it's 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 not going to change so you've got your inputs and your outputs this is now, now we're going to do science children you've got your inputs and your outputs and you put some things in and other things come out and it doesn't always go the way you want, but if you keep putting the same things out and the same things keep coming out, maybe we've got to look at the inputs. Maybe we've got to. But the thing with 
Mental Health Awareness Week as, as well, I suppose, is it's that thought sometimes you have yourself of maybe something's happened between the in and the out and it's all my fault yeah. and I've done something or what if I just done that or it's me or I've got to fix this or I've got to change this and it's not always easy but you have to have the for for me I have to have the, the thought of well it's the thing has happened and, and it's past now or it's not going to happen it's in my head or actually no one cares <laughs> quite often is the case it's not that bad but actually um particularly when we're in this sort of hyper focused state of lockdown and everything seems bigger than it is within your own space um and maybe you have that escape on your phone but actually oh what are you escaping to is it anything meaningful it's difficult so what well, what we're, we're i'm getting into the realm of the ramble now but we'll we'll draw it back um, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Oh, so... I'm going through something very similar at the moment. Like this week, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Last week, I felt very much like that, where it's my fault. Uh, mm. I, I, like, I'm, it's my, like looking back at stuff, it's all blame game. Mm. This week, I, don't, I feel okay. <laughs> but it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a really a difficult yeah. one to... Um, it's an easy one to fall into. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, definitely, definitely. Um what I find interesting is, um, you know, people say it's it's okay not to be okay. And of course, that, that's absolutely correct. And it's good to talk and all that, you know, the BT advert, they had it right back in the day. Um, well, it is though. And it makes a huge difference having people to talk to. And what I find is that um, some of the people that I have more regular conversations with now aren't at all the people that I thought would would be part of my support network, as it were. And it's not a one-way traffic, it's people supporting each other. Yeah. Um, and that's really surprising and quite uplifting, actually. Some people step forward and you think, wow, cool, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. let's, let's be there for each other um, as we try to navigate our way out into whatever our new normality is and what that looks like in terms of, like, gardening and stuff like that. I mean, you can garden yourself, but... Not everyone has that opportunity. Some people, their only way to garden is in the community garden setting or at the allotment or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. So is it going to be a resetting of things for people? It's it's it's, uh, it's largely up to the, the people themselves, isn't it? So we've got to make our choices. And writing stuff down is really good, I find, um, on a bit of paper, you know. Every morning, mate. Every yeah. morning, I sit, I've got a diary and I write a lot about an mm-hmm. hour i do of writing in the mornings wow okay like, never read it back but <laughs> but it helps getting on paper yeah 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 um it's it's the getting things out the clarification in your own mind sometimes that that can have or even just the venting or or whatever you want to call it getting some thoughts out is good and and being able to then look back and say oh things have changed one way or another or here was a great idea i had or let's burn this uh, whatever it is that's fine but it's um yeah a, a notebook and a pen or a pencil is great yeah i've got mm. a um the one i i use like a, it's called a it's called up for high performance diary or something like that well um, you're a high performer lee so i thought that that's why i brought it and, <laughs> and uh i've always be good for work mainly and what I found is throughout this year, hardly any work has gone into it. It's all been about my how I feel and what's going on in my life and all of that. And there's a number. You have to numb between one and five how you're feeling. Okay. 
and some weeks it's at zero. <laughs> some weeks yeah. it's five. But it's, it's, you're right. It's nice to look at least look back and see mm. if there's any progress or what's working and what's not, yeah. and all that sort of thing. So, um, one of the the most sort of tempting things to do is to make comparisons in life. Uh, men do that sometimes, I believe, uh, and and anyway, everyone does that. But if, yeah. Um, so comparisons. Uh, I I planted a hedge this year in my garden, uh, a beach hedge, um, mm-hmm. and I've been looking at it pretty much every day, at least once a day, because I'm so desperate for those leaves to come out. Because we're I don't know you're probably further on down there, and I've been out and about a little bit locally, and there's a hedge down the road that it's it's really coming out now, and then it was up uh, a bit further out today, and the hedge there was really out, and then I went past another one yesterday, and it was like all oh, everything was really tight. <laughs> it's comparing my hedge to somebody else's. I've just planted it, so it's never it's it's not got a chance to get established yet. It will come in time in the next mm-hmm. few weeks. They're just starting to go. But it's the same with, um, you know, well, how I'm feeling today. If I'm feeling good, that is good. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not feeling good and somebody else is feeling amazing, uh, it's sometimes you think, well, why is that? And you get into that cycle again. But um, I try to think of my hedge and think, well, that's my little garden. That's my project. And how that goes is is my business. Yeah. And hopefully it goes really well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a luscious, beautiful hedge before long. And I'll be feeling beautiful and luscious as well, no doubt. Um, but, well, you know, more so than usual. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's that comparison thing that it's um, I, I find is uh, easily brought on by looking on social media and forgetting. Because the truth is there that what you put online is what you choose to put online. And it's just when you forget that people are choosing the good bits. Of course they are. Yeah, exactly. Naturally, by and large. You get exceptions, and and I really appreciate the exceptions when you meet someone that knows who they are in themselves, and they're not afraid to be that person all the time, a hundred percent. Wow, that's I, I love people like that, and I think you're a bit like that, Lee. To be honest, that's a good thing. I uh, think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm certainly not trying to give anybody a, a what they should do or anything, but I just find it helpful to try not to compare. But it's so. I mean, it's good fun. It's so easy to do. That's the thing. Isn't it? It's like, why is that working yeah. for them? Like, why are they doing so well? But uh, again, it's social media is uh is uh the best it's bit, isn't it? Double edged sword, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. I mean, after the show in about half hour, I'll probably have a little cry. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Only because yeah. I missed you, mate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's um it's exciting. Um, I was out yesterday pulling weeds. I uh. I got a few. <laughs> and, um, it, it was it was actually nice. Yeah, don't tell anyone. But when they get a bit bigger, it's actually easier to pull them out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's our top tip, that. That's honestly why I do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... Uh, people go on about on Twitter regularly. They go, oh, what's that smell of the soil? You know the wordly? Petrichor. Uh, and if you... Yeah, it's a weird sounding word. There's a smell of the soil and that's been rained on. Um, you know that smell you get and sm- smells like outside. I now. didn't know I had a word for it. If I'm totally honest with you, I had no a word. Well, well, um, people go on about it, and it's kind of like a, a running joke with some sections of of Twitter. I think that people go on about this word and how great it is, but <laughs> it smells really good though. It does smell amazing. So yesterday the sun was on this wet soil. I was pulling these weeds out, and oh, it was great. So. 
yeah, gardening is is good for you, I reckon, isn't it? So, well, if you're sniffing soil, mate, then uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do it. If that gets you going, that's great. <laughs> That there was Robert Ross from a few years ago. Do you know what? That was really interesting to listen back to that uh, piece of audio because it was a couple of years ago when we chatted and we had a whole mental health episode. Go and check it out if you want. It's about two hours long um, from a while back. Um, really interesting chat. And to how I feel now, to how I felt then and how I felt before that is so different. And the reason I bring this up is because I think it's so important for us as parents. I know... Ugh, all of seven years old. My daughter's seven years old, right? Um, she'll be back on the podcast next week, by the way, everyone. Uh, and I think it's really important to talk to children about experiences and how you feel. I've been recently, uh, you know, without going into it too much, because all of his life uh, problems and worries that she has as a seven-year-old. And I remember how I felt when I was at school. And going through that, with your children and explaining that hey this happens and it does happen and it's okay to feel that way um i remember without throwing anyone under the bus i remember they don't listen but um i remember when i used to come back home and say this it was like you know you just got that's what kids are like you know and don't get up you shouldn't be upset about it uh and from that experience of my childhood i've, I've sort of doubled down on being open and speaking to my daughter about my uh, experiences, even as an adult, and um, and saying, "Hey, it's all right to have a, a little cry. It's all right to to feel a bit upset." But the biggest thing that helps is talking about it. And when I did the phone in, actually talking to people like Robert uh, and Stu and all everyone that called in, um, massively helped me. It massively helped, uh, even if it was on a live stream just talking and that is something as a father at the moment i am trying to promote and hey on the podcast as well if you're a parent and talk to your kids about stuff and um, and go through what your experiences were as well you know so um so that's i really found that interesting that i hope you did too uh right Talking about schools, uh, we've got the fabulous George, the teacher. He's back once again. Uh, he's been here all uh, since the start of this year. And I know that some of you teachers, a couple, not loads, but a few of you got in touch saying you quite enjoy these little bits. So it's great to have George on the podcast. And here is another top tip. Hi, guys. Week six with George and his top tips on teaching. Now, this one for me is to not be too hard on yourself. Um, there are times where you will doubt yourself and it is very easy to crit criticise yourself for making lots of mistakes. Um, but you have to always remember you are still learning and this goes for ECTs as well as normal teachers. Teaching isn't, isn't a profession where you know everything all the time. You are always learning new things. Um, so it's only natural that you're going to make mistakes. So you need to remind yourself that you are improving with every day as it comes and every mistake is always a step forwards it's always somewhere where you can improve on something like for example time management in a lesson where you might focus too long on something else you'll know next time that you obviously can structure it or you can get um, clocks on the board for tasks and other things like that 
it's really important for time management. Um, so, yeah, really don't be hard on yourself. Also, if you have a colleague at work that you're really friends with, if you ever do feel down or you have a friend that you're close with within your school, I would always say go to them, let off some steam, have have a chat about why you're upset. And if they are a really good friend of yours, they will always give you the positive talk saying that you're doing really well, you've done some great ideas, here's some more ideas, think about it, sleep on it and come back next day fresh. And yeah, you're not alone. That's the main thing. Now, no uh, down at the bottom of the garden this week because last week was, uh, if I'm honest with you, I'll give you, a, I'll be straight up with you. It's been really busy with school garden success, sorting some bits out for that, um, and which means I haven't been able to get down that little garden, which is fine. It happens sometimes. I'm going to try and get in this weekend. I've got some strawberry plants that I am planting up, which I got from CD Sunday. So that will be happening this week. I know that the next few weeks, I'll tell you one thing I don't want to get stuck into, and this does happen a lot, you might feel the same, is you do a little bit in the garden, you get a little bit tired, you think, oh, I can leave it now, but time just flies, isn't it? I don't want to fall into that trap. Now I've tidied the garden, made it look beautiful, head over to Instagram to go and see that. Um, I don't want to fall into a trap and get a little bit lazy and just sit back. It's not going to happen, everyone. Not on my watch. Not on my watch watch everybody um but yeah next week you can keep me to, up to date on it you can like say hey lee get out there you've not done anything if I, if there's no update next week then you can say it that said hey next week everyone is um it's it's hey i just didn't even realize it is what is it half term that's right everybody uh, i know last week i said oh i might just do a little 15 minute but then i thought do you know what if you want it I'll do it. It's only half hour, isn't it? Um, for you that can listen to it, great. If you can't listen to it, that's absolutely fine as well. I do understand. Uh, the biggest thing is uh, is spending time with the family. That's the biggest thing for me, right? For you too. Just go and experience something. Uh, if you do, I did... Uh, or should I say advert robot? Mentioned it. Um, I've got some books here. Signed books. Ten, so you have around £10. Uh, for a signed How to Get Kids Gardening book. Uh, I tell you what, you may have, if you're new to the podcast, I know we've got a few new listeners. If you're new to the podcast, uh, I was asked at the weekend whether I'd write another children's book. Not at the moment, because I think that I have made a mistake by adding all of my best ideas into the first book. So there can't be a follow-up, because all the best ones are here. But there may be one day. You know, times change, new ideas come about. But I tell you what, the best thing you could probably make this weekend or next week is a mud kitchen. I know I, I bang on about these mud kitchens all the time, but you can make one just with uh, some old bits of wood, uh, sand them down, obviously, and a washing up bowl. Or even just a wash, at the simplest way, a couple of washing up bowls on the floor, outside, mud in one, water in the other. It would be so much fun. Get some pots and pans from your charity shop which may just be hanging around and you can make uh, a great little area for spring summertime honestly you'll use it i promise you uh, but there's more ideas like that in the book if you want to get it please do uh, absolutely fine if not um 
but I'm really proud of it. And you can see me and Olive in there sharing some ideas, so that's great too. Um, but yeah, I've got quite a busy one for half term coming up. I'm very excited. Uh, we've got lots happening, uh, which I'll probably tell you about maybe next week. But, uh, and then also after that, I've got garden press event. So I'll be able to tell you all the different things. I saw any children's garden stuff uh, after that as well. So yeah, very busy couple of weeks. I really feel like it's running away from me. Honestly do. Plus we've got confirmation. Uh, I'll be at Hampton Court Flower Festival, which I'm very excited. Garden Festival, should I say. Uh, later on in the summer, Ideal Home Show, Grand Designs. I'll put the list up on my website. Uh, we've got the Colchester Garden Festival as well. How ridiculous. Uh, amount of dates uh, with extreme gardening and also uh, the biggest garden entertainment show in the world so um, a busy few months I'm very excited anyway uh, but that's me that's me everybody uh, I hope you do get to spend some time outside I hope this sunshine lasts throughout a whole of next week because we really want a nice dry half term don't we just to get outside I might even cut the grass hey I know it's early I know it's early, but I can't stand looking at it. It looks too messy. Is that just me? Maybe. Let me know. Uh, get in contact. Uh, anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to Jane, as always, for those free top tips. We're going to have more voices over the next few weeks on the podcast. Thanks to George, the teacher. Thanks to Ross, uh, or Robert, Robert Ross, double name, uh, for that chat we had about mental health. Uh, and thanks to you as well. It's always good to talk. Maybe this is my therapy. Maybe me and you just chat. Well, me chatting mainly. You've not done. You've not said nothing. It's gonna, you know, not said anything to me. But maybe me just chatting to you is my therapy. I don't know. But um, but there you go. Have a great one. Enjoy the garden. I'll speak to you next week.